Welcome to Building Your Best Career, a podcast for professionals looking to find their voice, define their brand, and maximize their impact. Episodes are a collection of lessons from real life, interviews with people doing incredible things, tips and tools to get you on your way to realizing your infinite career possibilities. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Building Your Best Career. So it's a brand new year, and this week I wanted to start off with talking a little bit about those New Year's resolutions, that giant to-do list that we all make, and how not to fizzle out on those plans. I think that starting off in the year, we make all of these wonderful, ambitious goals and plans to do all kinds of things, and it's so easy to kind of wander off right off the bat with what it is that we have planned. So today we're going to talk a little bit about how to not wander off from those plans and achieve some of them, if not all of them, if we can. I'm going to challenge you in this episode to reach out to me and tell me how your plans are going for the year. I would love to hear what you have set for yourself with respect to professional and personal goals, whatever they may be. If you need a little bit of encouragement or perhaps just a boot in the ass to keep you going, whatever it is, drop me a note, hit me up on social media, and let's see if we can't achieve as much as we possibly can this year. Coming out of 2020, obviously, crazy year. And this year, more than ever, it feels like everybody that I talk to has such big hopes and dreams. And I've asked a few times, you know, what does turning that page from December 31st to January 1st really mean, other than a refreshing outlook on starting new, starting fresh, right? So it may not be anything other than moving from Friday to Saturday, Thursday to Friday, Monday to Tuesday. We've just started a new year, sure, but... Our mindset is that this is a brand new year, this is a brand new opportunity to start fresh and make it better than ever. So let's see if we can't do that. All right, on with the topic, how to not fizzle on your New Year's to-do list. So are you making long lists? Are you making lists of professional lists, personal lists, maybe a little bit of both, maybe a lot of both? Are we talking just a few things, or do you have a super crazy long list of things that you want to change or do better with? I know for me, usually I have a list of goals that I set for the year. I try not to call them resolutions. I think that we're always constantly growing and evolving and improving. So for me, I feel like I set resolutions, if you want to call them, or goals throughout the year constantly trying to look for ways to make improvements. And I think that many of us do that too. So for starters, let's talk about this. Let's talk about your list. Is it just that? Is it a list? Is it a list of things that you want to do this year? Those items on your list, those are not actually to-dos. Those are goals. Those are things that you want to achieve, right? Do you have plans for how you're going to achieve them? Have you mapped out exactly how you're going to get to that end point? Maybe you want to lose 10 pounds, okay? Maybe you want to get a new job. Maybe you want to be more organized. Maybe you want to 
have better work-life balance. All fantastic goals, but those are just goals, right? We have to figure out how we're going to get to those goals, what it is that we need to do to achieve those goals. And we need to break them down step by step because by just saying, I'm going to lose 10 pounds, that's great. Is it just going to melt away because you wrote it down on a piece of paper? Or are we going to need to make some changes to our lifestyle? Are we going to need to exercise more, change what we eat, change our routines? What do we need to do to get to that point? You may say, I'm going to get a new job this year. It's just not going to fall into your lap. I guess it's possible, but most likely it's really not. And it'll certainly happen faster if we make a plan of how to get to it. So this is what I want you to do. Go and get two pieces of paper and a pencil or a pen. And I'll wait. All right, you got your two pieces of paper? So we are going to make one of these pieces of paper turn it sideways. And we're going to make this our year calendar. Real rudimentary, I'm not looking for Monet or Picasso artwork here. Make three columns and four columns or four rows or however you want to do it and label each of the boxes on your paper January through December. Okay, just fill up the whole paper if you want. If it's easier for you to do six on one side and six on the other side, if you write large, that's fine too. Do January through June and July through December on the back so that you have basically 12 boxes on that piece of paper. And then we're done with that paper for a bit. The second piece of paper, you want to draw two lines down vertically so that you have three columns. Okay, we're gonna have three columns here and we are gonna map out our resolutions or our to-do list on these paper, in these columns. Okay, so now you have your list of all of the things you wanna do this year right? We're going to create the three columns. On the left, the first one is going to be no prep. Any of the things you put in this column are things that you could do today without any prep. So maybe your goal is make your bed every day. This takes no prep. Write that down. You don't need to buy anything. You don't need to save any money. You don't need to order any supplies. You don't need to go food shopping, whatever it is. You just need to get up and make the bed. So we can put that in the first column. In the middle column, you're going to put some prep, okay? And in that column, say you're working out and you want to get some three-pound weights or something and you need to order them from Amazon or buy them at the store. That takes some prep. You need to get those things before you can start, if that's what you are doing. If we're just doing exercises on the floor, you really don't need anything. That should go in the first column. But if you need supplies, maybe you want to start running and you need sneakers, put that on there. Perhaps you want to make a plan for, for your career and you want a new planner for the year and that's how you're planning on doing it, then put that in there because you need to order a new planner or go to the store and pick one up. Perhaps you want to hang shelves in your office and you need to get the supplies for those at Home Depot, right? Some prep. Now the third column is work up to. And this means that you have things that you need to do before you can start working on those goals. Perhaps it is your lose 10 pounds, right? There's some preparation that's going to be needed to be done in order for you to lose 10 pounds. You're going to need to do some food shopping and make sure you get some healthy foods. You're going to need to 
figure out when and where and how you're going to exercise. You need to think about how to maybe get better sleep, take vitamins, check in with your doctor if it's a big weight loss, all of those things. This is going to take a little bit of planning, so that's going to go in the far column. Perhaps you want to pay off your student loan. Maybe you have I don't know, $5,000 left, and you need to figure out how you're going to adjust your budget so that you pay more each month to get that paid off. Maybe you're saving up to buy a new car. Maybe you're saving up to buy a bicycle, whatever it is. These things that you can't do today or this week that are going to take a little bit of planning and preparation for, those are the long-term things that go in that column. One thing to note, that list, if that's something that you want to do this year, in 2021, in 12 months, this list should probably not be too long, okay? The things that you need months to prepare for, we probably should keep that to a minimum. I would say five things or less. Now, this is just you all being realistic. When you look at those three columns, it's important to take a look at these lists and make sure that you can really see yourself incorporating these things, that you really can see that you can do these things. If you have on your left column the things that take no prep, if you've got 37 things in those that list, that's great. But you are not going to incorporate 37 new things into your routine this week. It's just not going to happen, folks. You may do it today. You may even do it tomorrow. But are you really going to be still be doing those 37 things by Friday? Probably not. Because think about the upheaval that it would cause to your regular routine. I'm not saying that we're not going to meet these goals for the year. I'm just saying you're not going to be able to do them all this week. And if you can, prove me wrong. Send me a note and I would love to hear how you did them. Because that takes some serious dedication and some major changes to your routine. If you're up to it, great. Most of us are not. Okay? So we're going to start with that short list, or excuse me, the, the no prep list, the one on the left. We're going to start with them. Go through and group them in groups of two. Okay, so say you want to make your bed and drink one cup of coffee a day as opposed to four or five or however many it is. That's a great thing to start, right? So those are two things you can do this week. And do it this week and next week. Then you've got two more things, and two more things, and two more things. Now you are going to take a look at those, all of your no prep list, grouped in groups of two. Take a look at your calendar sheet that you made, and write them in there. So each month you should have no more than four things written in there for your no prep list. See what I'm doing? So two weeks and two weeks. We're only adding two things every other week, okay? Now, it's important to remember that you probably are not going to do all of these things, and that's okay. There are going to be things that you realize are not practical or not optimal or just something that's not as important to you as you thought. It's important, though, to make sure that you don't throw them all out because you're struggling with one or two. Perhaps you need to just reorder them. So as we go along, say the first month in January, you've got four things in there, two things for your first two weeks, 
and two things for your second two weeks. Perhaps the first two weeks go great and you're making your bed every day and you're only having one cup of coffee. Great. So you've made it the first two weeks doing those. Perhaps the second two weeks you add in networking more for work and you're online every couple of days, whatever goal you set for yourself, making friends on LinkedIn or joining some meetup groups or however you choose to build out your network. And the fourth thing you set for that second set is run a mile every day. Maybe you're not able to fit in a mile every day. Maybe you're just not able to reach a mile every day. You're out of shape. Miles are far away if you haven't been working out, right? Perhaps you need to adjust that to a half a mile for the first two weeks. And then the next two weeks, then it builds it up. Or maybe you build it up to that, okay? If you need to make adjustments, that's okay, as long as you keep going. Perhaps you decide that networking isn't something that you want to prioritize right now. Perhaps something goes on with your job and you need to be focusing on something for work. Maybe you replace that and move your networking to a month later on, whenever it makes sense, okay? This is not necessarily meant to be set in stone. The idea here is, again, only adding two new things every two weeks, two and two, two and two, two and two. And it will compound. Obviously, by the end of the year, right, you're going to have a lot of things that you've added. And if two becomes too cumbersome as they start to build, drop it to one. Don't set yourself up for failure by holding yourself to this level that you have to do something that you can't handle, okay? The idea of improving ourselves and bettering ourselves and, and growing is just that, to improve, not to burden and cause extra stress. So be thinking about that when you're, you're mapping these things out. Now that's just the first column, okay? Your middle column are, is that list of things that require some prep. And we want to make a list down at the bottom of what you need to do to achieve those. Prioritize them. Figure out which one you want to do first. I would argue that maybe you do one of these a month, okay? Add one of these things each month. At a, mo at a maximum, I would say you can add one of these things every two weeks, but they should be alternating with your starting of your two new things from your shorter list, okay? Because you really don't want to be starting three things on a Monday, if that's the day you're choosing. So maybe this week we start with our two no prep. Next week, add one minimum prep. And then the next week, you've got your next no prep. And alternate it that way. Okay? So that way this month, say you're starting five things. Four no prep and one minimum prep. Okay? Now we're going to complicate it here because you've got your long-term goals. So when you look at your long-term goals, again, this should be a very short list if you're being realistic about what you're going to complete this year. Create your list below of exactly what it is that you need to do in order to complete those tasks. If you need to save up for something, if you need to prep for something, if you need to purchase materials, if you need to 
map out a strategy. Maybe it's looking for a new job. That's not something that's going to happen in a week. These are things that you're going to have to plan for. Prioritize them and figure out how you can drop them in. If you are going to add a task that's going to take six months to save for something, then this should not be on your calendar before June, right? Putting it on March because you want it to happen by March, knowing that you need six months to save for something, is only going to set yourself up for failure. For failure. Why do that to yourself? If you know it's going to take six months, put it for June. Hey, if you are ahead of schedule and you are able to do it by May or even April, that's awesome. There's no reason why you can't be working ahead. But put it on the calendar for the realistic date that you will be able to complete it. The key piece to actually achieving our goals, aside from having a plan, is being realistic, being honest with yourself about what is possible and what is not. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't push yourself, okay? I'm not saying that you should just phone it in or go easy on yourself and just do one or two things for the year, but I am saying that it's important to set goals that are achievable. I think that so often the reason why these New Year resolution lists are things that disappear by the end of January are because we don't create a plan to achieve them. And if we do, it was never a realistic plan to begin with. Instant gratification is something that we all would love. We would love to say, I want to lose 10 pounds and wake up on Thursday and have 10 pounds gone, right? I, I'm guilty of this. It would be great if I could learn 10 things in a week, but that's not realistic, okay? And throwing our routines into upheaval, trying to force ourselves to make huge adjustments is just that. It's such a huge adjustment, okay? And even if you live alone and have nothing else going on and are able to really overhaul your weekly routine or daily routine or monthly routine, are you really going to overhaul it and keep it overhauled for the long term? Sure, it's entirely possible. And if you really put your mind to it and create a plan and stick to it, you could do it. But again, realistically, will you? So why not spend a little extra time on the front end planning this out so that you can be successful in the goals that you set? And the reason I like to do it in this building formation that I just mapped out for you with the three columns in the calendar, two and then two and then adding the additional one, is because think about our mindset when we do something good, okay? We're a very reward-driven. And if we are able to achieve something and do it well or check something off the list, mark something off of our goals, then that gives us a rush, that gives us a sense of purpose, a sense of achievement, a sense of accomplishment, something to be proud of and excited about, okay? So why not almost build that into your plan, manufacture that for yourself to help build your momentum? 
If you give yourself 10 things to do in your first week and you only do five of them, there are people that can be excited about the fact, well, hey, I got half of them done. But a lot of us are going to be totally focused on the five things that we didn't get done. So instead of sending our brain this message that we failed on half of our goals, why not set two things? And then in two weeks, when we've done those two things consistently for two weeks, not only is it building a new routine, building a new habit, but it's also giving us that sense of accomplishment. Hey, I got these things done for two weeks. Now I can totally add two more things to this. And then at the end of the month, you have done four things consistently for two weeks and four weeks, respectively. Okay? And then throw in that middle column if you've got one thing on there. Now you've got five things that you've been doing for the month. And then you can look back and be excited. I've gotten five things done. What can I do next week? What can I do next month? What can I do in a couple of months? Keep it going. Keep it going. Okay? A lot of this is just, one, refiguring out how to plan your time, plan what's going to happen, plan around things. Adding different things to our routines and our schedules and our, our behaviors really does cause changes to what it is that we're doing. So we want to be mindful of the fact that it's going to take a little bit of time to adapt that. The last thing I want to mention is that this year, obviously, many of us are still working remotely, at least at this point in time, okay? And we may have extra time on our hands to incorporate these things at the front end. But who knows what the next 12 months are going to bring? Are we going to have to start phasing back into the office more and more? Are our lives going to start getting more back to normal? We just don't know at this point. And when that happens, again, those are going to change our schedule again. We have adapted over the last almost 12 months now to this new normal. And this year could bring more changes to our routine that are external, that aren't what we are adding into it for our resolutions and goals and our task list that we've created. So we want to make sure that we still leave ourselves room for whatever else needs to happen. So by only incorporating a few things at a time, you leave yourself room for the things that are going to intrude on your schedule or change your your routine that you don't have control over. Okay? Super excited for a new year. And I can't wait to hear about all of the goals that you're making and all of the achievements that you're going to make. I would encourage you again, please hit me up on social media, drop a hello on Instagram or Facebook or LinkedIn or shoot me an email, kelly at kellyfeatheringham.com. I'd love to hear about what it is that you're doing. This year, I'm going to try and take more and more requests for topics for the year. I've got a lot of them mapped out, but I'm always happy to rework my schedule if there's topics that you want to hear about. So please don't hesitate to drop me a line and let me know if there's something you want to hear about. Have a great day and lots of luck on your list. All right. So thanks for listening to Building Your Best Career. I hope you enjoyed it. Head on over to buildingyourbestcareer.com and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Feel free to drop me a note with any topics you'd like to hear about or if you'd like to be a guest on an episode. And please go ahead and recommend me to your friends. Until next time, always remember to stand up and be confident. 
Stand by all that you do and say with integrity and stand out because after all, there's only one you.